hi. This is the Danger Hour. Yes, the same podcast that you heard months ago. It's back, and I'm your fancy-ass host, James. Hi. Oh, my God, James. Where have you been? Oh, boy. Here comes the woman putting her foot down. James, you've neglected me. I've been here waiting for you. This room is dirty, James. There's papers all over the place. You really got to... You really gotta tidy up, James. Well, why haven't you done it if you've been here this whole time? Why don't you put yourself to... You know my wife does the same thing. I come home and it's like, why is the house dirty? Why aren't those fucking dishes washed? Why aren't those towels clean? What am I gonna dry my wet body off? Oh my God, James. Shut up. My wet body off with after I scrub all the dirt and grime from all my crevices and cracks. And she's like, I was tired. I had to take a rest. Really? Really? Go make me some fucking dinner. And maybe I'll get over this. <laughs> you know? Because these women, all they're trying to do is drink your milkshake. Drink it up! That's it. All right, now that I've attacked women, specifically my wife. Yeah, and that's what that... Look at this place. It's a fucking mess. It's a mess. My kid's got his Lego all over the floor. That's right. I used it correctly. Lego. It's like deer. You don't say deers, right? It's deer. Plural. Lego. Got them all over the place. Speaking of Lego, shout out to Peterson. Peterson gave me a Lego mariachi last night. That's right. This is taking place the, uh, the, the day after um, we did some Sticks and Stones podcast action. Today is September... Hold on, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. September 27th. 2016, the year of our Lord. It's a Tuesday. It's approximately noon. I'm home. That's why I'm talking so much shit about my wife. She isn't here. She's at work. <laughs> James, when she comes home, is she going to give you the same treatment? How come you didn't do anything, James? You know what? It's my day off. She, got, she has lots of days off. So shut up. I worked. I, sometimes I work on Saturdays. So guess what? I get to. T I get to take a Tuesday off. Wow! Isn't that great? Fucking bullshit. Anyway, I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't done a show because I've been super busy. I've had so many activities, guys. Like totes for realsies. I've been all over the place. I've been traveling and whatnot. Traveling. Uh, my kids in soccer. It, it's just been. It's 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 been very hectic. That's why I haven't cleaned this goddamn studio. The fucking If you've seen this place right now, you would be, you would judge me even more so than you usually do. Oh, it's, it's really bad. I'll probably take some time after I do this podcast to clean up. Or not. Depending on my mood, you know? Okay, so let's get into this. Two months ago, if you, uh, <laughs> if you remember, I was talking about sort of training for my Yosemite hike. Yeah, that's right. That was a long time ago. Of course, I fucked off. Yeah, I didn't really do too much training because I kept getting busy or I had to go somewhere. Maybe I had to do a podcast with those fags. And so I just didn't have the time to go out and take hikes. So I, I, kind, of, uh, I kind of fucked off like the last two weeks before my intense, <laughs> my intense grueling hike. You know? Isn't that always happen? Yeah, just wait. I'm going to do this and this and that. Huh. 
So anyway. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, because I had to work for this other dickhead, my coworker, he, uh, he, he had surgery. And so I had to take over for his, his shift, the night shift, for a whole week. My whole life was topsy-turvy. It was all, it was all spun all around. Yeah, so I, I blame him for my, <laughs> for my lack of intense training. It's not me being lazy or, or not finding the time. It's him. It's his fault. James, couldn't you have gotten up early when you worked nights and just got on and done some hikes, James? Couldn't you have done that? No, I... Yes, I could have, but I... Let's just move on. It's his fault, not mine. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Yosemite. Let me give you guys some advice when it comes to national parks, okay? Now, this is advice that will save you money, the best kind of advice. If you want to go to a national park and avoid paying the $30 entrance fee, just go very late at night. It turns out they don't give a fuck at night. Everyone takes off from that little guard shack, the little forest ranger shack, and they, and they leave. And they leave it totally unmanned, and you, you don't have to pay for anything. Now, granted, you won't get a fancy little map, a little, a little uh, souvenir map. But if you've already been there before and you've gotten one, it's not a big deal. So anyways, yeah, we, uh, we got there like at, uh, what time did we get there? Like 12, I, was, I think it was like around midnight we got there. And um, a buddy of mine, science boy, danger alumni, he rented a sick-ass cabin. We had our own bedroom, uh, our own bathroom. Our own deck. Dick James? No. Deck. Oh, that's not as fun. Yeah, well, leave it to you. So the first night we got there, we're all excited, you know. We're happy to uh, be hanging out together. It was, we got there like, uh, I took a Friday off. So it was, it was Friday fucking, you know, 12 midnight. We wound up staying up till 5 a.m. partying. It turns out the next day, the neighbor, this old fuck, I didn't, I didn't hear him because uh, I wasn't awake yet. He came over. Hey, there's a noise ordinance at 10 p.m. You can't be making noise. You guys were very rude. <laughs> so that, w- that was like the running gag the whole weekend. There's a noise ordinance. Uh, so anyways, the next day, we, the next day, we took a warm-up hike to Taft Point. Oh, man, it's fucking scary, dude. There's these rock formations that, that go that extend past the line of uh, the mountainside. So if you look over the edge, there's nothing below you. Well, I mean, just a thousand foot drop, whatever the fuck it is. It's insane. You get so scared just peeking over the edge. Um, Goddamn. And you can see like these hawks soaring way down below you and they're still high up <laughs> in the air. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But the whole point of going to Yosemite, Yosemite. was to uh, do Half Dome. Now, my, uh, now, Science Boy, he wasn't able to get permits for Half Dome. They only allow 300 people up to the top of... If you don't know what Half Dome is... James, I'd rather have Full Dome. Oh, boy. <laughs> Half Dome is that giant rock, that famous rock. Every time you look at a picture of Yosemite, that's Half Dome. That giant fucking mountain made of all rock. <laughs> and uh, half of it is all rounded and then just like a, a straight drop down. Anyway, so the goal was to do the whole hike 
and uh, and wind up at the top of that. But we didn't have any fucking permits to climb up the last part, up that rock. So uh, Science Boy entered a lottery. It's like the last hope, you know. And uh, once we're up there, he calls up or checks his email or whatever it was, and, and we didn't wind up getting the fucking permits, which was a bummer. We're, we were kind of fucking like, ah, oh, man. Like, we were really hoping to be able to do that. So my fucking thing was, if we're going to do this Half Dome hike, it's like 16 miles. Let's get up and be there. Be there at 6 a.m. And then, you know, Science Boy's like, ah, I don't think that's necessary. And this guy said he did it before. He goes, yeah, man, I've done it. And, uh, yeah, it won't take that long. I was like, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, we can get out there like around, uh, what, like around 8, 9? I go, um, I think we should get out there pretty early, beat the heat, beat the crowds. You know what I mean? Get a, get a good jump on the day. Oh, I think we'll be all right. Fucking idiots. So we get out there at 9. 9.15, we finally fucking make it out there. And uh, this guy's asking about where you start the Half Dome hike. He's like, and this guy goes, Half Dome? You're starting kind of late, aren't you? You should have been out there about 6 a.m. And I'm like, I fucking told you, you dickhead. <laughs> so we're already starting off wrong like a, fucking, like a bunch of idiots. There's, by the way, there's six of us. Um, yeah, so just, just to let you know, <laughs> or was there five of us? I think there was five of us. It doesn't matter. So, um, the girls didn't go and this one dude, uh, he didn't go either. There were just five of us. God damn it. The mighty five. So we make our way, start up the fucking, uh, the first mile is not too bad. I'm doing pretty good. I'm in, I'm in a good pace. I'm like, all right, I'm proud of myself. Look at me. Look at me frolicking. I have a, I'm actually going too fast to be honest. And after the first mile, there's a stop for water. It's like, that's like the last, uh, last spot to uh, stop for water. So I just drink a bunch of it because I got one of those backpacks with the fucking uh, bladder inside of it. <clears throat> now, I'm an idiot because there's a sign down there that says, do, if you're doing the half dome hike, do not take less than four liters of water. I've only got two on me. The reason I did that, <clears throat> when I usually do my hikes around the house, you know, I'm going like seven miles and I don't even drink those, the two liters that are one liter, you know? So I'm, I figured to myself, ah, why would I take that much water? It's just going to be a lot of weight because that backpack fucks with your shoulders after a while. So I'm imagining being out in the, about out all day long and I want to save the weight. That was a big fucking mistake. <laughs> As you will hear about in a minute. Now, so we keep going up past the first waterfall. Things are going fine. We're taking little breaks, having our little snacks, making sure we got our fuel. We hit the next waterfall, and we're getting kind of tired. At this point, we're like four, four miles, four and a half miles in. It's eight miles to get to Half Dome. And so uh, we keep going along. It's getting fucking difficult, of course. And then we get to this flat ground, this like valley area. And then it's all pretty and nice. I mean, the whole thing's fucking beautiful. But there's like this, this flat area we can walk around where it's like, all right, cool. All the uphill's been done for a while, but it doesn't end there. So then we take a little break on this log, right? And, you know, once in a while, we'll be like, God damn it. You can see Half Dome up in the distance. Like, too bad we couldn't get the fucking permits. God damn it. That sucks. All of a sudden, this chick walks by. She was like, hey, guys, you guys going to go do Half Dome? She's walking the opposite direction. 
We're like, uh, well, we, we didn't get the permits. She's like, um, there's no one up there checking. We're like, no fucking way. Yeah, uh, I did it. I didn't have a permit. And so we're like, oh, shit, this is fucking awesome. We have a chance. We had hope, a glimmer in our eye. We got the pep in our step, everybody. And we were just like, uh, and then uh, my buddy's like, dude, aren't you excited? And I go, no, not really. He goes, why not? I was like, because I'm not going to be excited until I'm fucking climbing those cables. Right now, I've got hope. But once I get up there and see there's no asshole up there checking, maybe uh, maybe you went off to take a shit, take a little break. And once we get there, there'll be a, a ranger there checking. Like, I'll be happy when I get up that fucking hill or up that rock. So we're still making it up there. Still going. I wind up, we take a little break at the base of Half Dome. Okay. I wind up fucking running out of water at that point. Right? I'm not even at the fucking top of the mountain yet. I'm out of water. And I was even conserving it. Then I'm starting to feel fucking kind of like a little panicky. Like, oh man, what am I going to do? I still got to go all the way back. What an idiot. So we get to the base of Half Dome. There's nobody checking, dude. There's a whole pile of gloves at the bottom for people because you're, 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 you're pretty much, it's a fucking straight vertical climb. And there's metal po- poles stuck in the ground with two by fours so you can step on them. And there's just metal cables going all the way to the top. So lit- literally, if you lose your grip and fall, you are falling to your death. <laughs> and there's a bunch of people doing it. And it's insane. It looks like a bunch of ants climbing up the, the, the rock. And so uh, we wind up, I wind up grabbing some gloves. We start fucking climbing those cables. We get to the top of half them, everybody. We fucking did it. The views from up there are insane. I took a fancy little photo, or not me, but some uh, science boy took a photo of me sitting at the fucking edge of death. Ah! Sick. I think it's called the diving board that hangs out over the fucking ledge. And uh, I'm going to post a photo on the Danger Hour uh, Instagram. At the Danger Hour of your fancy pants host sitting on the edge of death. Okay? It was sick. So these dudes that are with me, they wind up fucking... Uh, one guy gives me like half a bottle of water. He's like, hey, man, here you go. I'm, I can spare this. Make it last. I'm like, oh, thanks a lot, dude. Appreciate it. Uh, on the way up, dude, this guy saved my ass too. I started cramping. He gave me one of those fucking cliff bars. I had food, but apparently these cliff bars, like when I was looking at them, I was like, man, that's a lot of calories. I get something with less calories. But it turns out, apparently, according to this guy, it has exactly what your body needs, and you need a lot of calories when you're fucking... I didn't, dude, I, I'm an idiot. You need a lot, like, a lot of calories to fucking... Uh, <laughs> to give you the energy you need and you know those proper sodium and sugar and all that bullshit so when I, he gave me one of his cliff bars and it, dude it gave me like a boost of energy and it took my cramp away it was amazing so shout out to cliff bars anyway we went back down the mountain it was fucking insane it was intense you know my knees the worst part of that fucking hike is going up the base of half dome to the cables. Cause it's like, it's literally like a thousand or thousands of rock steps. you got to climb. That's it, dude. You just climbing up fucking rock like stairs, thousands of them. 
And so when you come back down, my legs were like noodles. I was like, oh my God, they're all wobbly and shaky. It's like fucking A. My knees had it. And yes, my wife gave me what were <laughs> what were deemed bitch sticks. Those hiking sticks, those poles that look like you're skiing. <laughs> I was very hesitant to use them, but I was like, you know what? I got a bad knee. I'll, I'll, I'll take them. All right, I'll take them. Fuck it. Maybe I'll just use one. I wound up using both of them on the way down, and then fucking A, they saved my knees. And then my buddy Yusuf, he fucking, uh, for whatever reason, he fucked up his knees, so I gave him one. So we were like two old fucks, like, hobbling down the hill or the mountain. I think it's like a 5,000-foot elevation climb or something. It's insane, dude. It's like 8,800. Uh, the elevation is like 8,800 feet. It's fucking nuts. Anyway, dude, so just to sum it all up, we get back down. We It took us exactly to go all the way up to the fucking top of Half Dome. We hung out there for like 40 minutes and then all the way back down. It took 10 hours. 17 miles. <laughs> On the way down, I was like dying of thirst, right? My other, my buddy, a uh, science boy, he, he's like, you know, dude, I'm going to give you a little bit of water. I can last. Here you go, man. It was like a, a third of a bottle of water. I drank that shit. And then uh, once you get down to a mile before it ends, there's, a, there's that water station. And I chugged three. I've never been so fucking thirsty in my life. I chugged three bottles of water like within a minute. <laughs> Insane, dude. So I felt like I. And I posted something on the Facebook. So my buddy fucking Bobbert, who's been on the Danger Rover also. He was shit talking me. I did this shit when I was 14, man. Calm the fuck down, uh, Indiana Jones or whatever he said. Oh, no, he called me Rambo. It's like, Dick, I'm fucking 32. I got bad knees. Fuck you. <laughs> but it was insane. What a great experience. Beyond thrilled that nobody was up there checking for permits. Fucking A. Ah! And I'm telling you, that photo I'm going to post is pretty fucking epic. To have that, like, look, that was me. Look, that's me right way up there. That's me. See that? I did it. I, 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 I did it. <laughs> and then if you actually, the next day uh, we went to this, it's called Glacier Point. It's a big lookout. You can see all of Half Dome and all this stuff. And uh, you can see the fucking trail. You, can see, or you can't really see the trail because it's far away, but you can see the two waterfalls. You can see Half Dome. It's like, look, we fucking walked all the way around that whole thing. We walk just to, like to stand back and see the distance that you cover is very fucking insane. It's insane. If you want to try it, don't try it if you're out of shape. All right. Oh my God, James, are you trying to say like you're just better than everybody? Like you're in shape and and you're like a perfect specimen, James. Huh? Is that what you're saying, James? That you're in peak physical condition? No, I'm not saying that at all. Shut up. I'm just trying to help you guys. <laughs> oh, you know what? On the way down the cables, because, uh, you know, you go up the cables, you got to come right down the cables, and it's fucking steep. There was people that were frozen in fear coming up and going down, and they're holding up the whole line because it's very narrow. And they should have like an upside and a downside, but you, you've got to go up and down the same fucking 
the same two cables. And there was this Asian guy who was not budging. He was so frozen. Frozen. So what did we do? We went on the outside of the cables. <laughs> I was holding on to just one and just fucking pass, bypassing everybody. And, you know, we got all the way down and that dude was still up there not fucking moving. He was terrified. If I can use it, what other word can you use to be the most scared ever? That's what, the face this guy had on. Oh, no! Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Oh. Yeah, I was doing some reading and a lot of people have fucking lost their grip and fallen to their death. You know, you fall off the side of that mountain and it's all smooth. You just slide all the way down. Oh. Done. Done. It's insane, dude. So since then, oh, I've been a traveling little boy. I took the family on a on a very last second spontaneous. That's me, guys. Sometimes I get these fucking ideas in my head and it's like, you know what? I'm doing it. We're doing it. We're going. We wound up, uh, I took the kids out of school for three days. I had a Tuesday off. And so I took Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. Like my last vacation days. And uh, I was like, fuck it. We're going on a little road trip. So Tuesday night, uh, we took off. I actually booked it like within a week in advance. We took off on Tuesday once the kids got out of school. Like around, we left like around three three fifty. We got in Vegas by seven thirty. I was fucking impressed with the traffic flow. I thought we we're gonna be stuck in traffic for hours, but we got there in no time. Planet Hollywood. We walked the fucking strip. We drank. You know, just it was just like a a layover. <laughs> but it was awesome. We had a nice room. If you want to hear more details about possible sexy time situation with the kids in the same hotel room, <laughs> you're going to have to go over to the Sticks and Stones podcast. That episode's coming out soon. Oh, man. That's right. A little bit of a teaser. Cross promotions. Motions. Motions. Spinoff, guys. This is like uh, if you read comic books sometimes and it's kind of annoying you have to read other issues of a separate character's comic book to, to hear the rest of the storyline. That's what you got to do. If you want to hear about, first of all, about the sexy time in the same hotel room with the kids. And if you want to hear about, uh, oh, while the kids were awake, by the way. <laughs> oh my God, James. I can't wait to listen. Is that Six and Stones podcast, James? That's what it is. Sticksandstonespodcast.com iTunes Sticks and Stones podcast. We also do it live on Mixler. That's pretty much just me, Peter Son, 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 and Lido. That's right, the trifecta of assholes. We've got some good shows coming out. We just, like I said last night, we recorded. So we got four shows in the in the bank. So uh, we took a long hiatus on that show too, because everybody's so because f- fucking Peterson's in goddamn eight bands. All right, and he's playing with Lego. And uh, what else does he do? He, uh, yeah, and he, he's in therapy now. Oh, boy. Listen to that show, too. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let's move it on. Move right along. Focus, James. Just focus. I know. 
the first night was in Vegas. We uh, had a pretty fucking fun time. Ate some good food and all that shit. The next morning, we got up, took another three and a half hour drive to Zion National Park. That's in Utah. Now, I didn't know about the fuck. Well, I, you know, I, I wasn't aware of the, the, chi- the time change. So we lost an hour of our lives, everybody. We time traveled. I had a campground booked. It was a fucking gorgeous campground. Our campsite was fully shaded. Literally 15 feet from the river. Beautiful, dude. No, no trash anywhere. You know, across the river was uh, this farm with these cows grazing. The next morning we saw deer walking around. It was fucking picturesque. In the background, the fucking backdrop was this bright red, crazy-looking rock mountain. Insane. And that was another problem, because the other side of us was this even taller red rock formation, and it blocked out the sun till like 9 a.m., and so it was fucking freezing in the morning. There's no sun, everybody. That's what I'm getting at. (laughs) Anyway, beautiful, dude. Beautiful area. That place... Uh, don't go to Zion unless you love hiking. That's pretty much all you can do there. <clears throat> it turns out that's what most national parks are just all about, hiking. Except for Yellowstone. Yellowstone, we didn't do any hiking because there's so much shit to see. We spent like four days or five days just going to look at stuff. It's big and it's, it's fucking gorgeous. I highly recommend that national park. If you're going to go anywhere, that's the place to go. Um, you can take a lot of hikes, but I'll tell you what, you better take that fucking bear spray. That place is no joke. That fucking Yellowstone is the goddamn wild, all right? You want to picture the picturesque place of being in the wild, all right? DiCaprio, the revenant, Yellowstone is still that place in this modern day. Fucking A, that terrifies me. I really don't even know if I'll go on a hike over there. It's so fucking scary. People get killed all the time with their, you know, coming across a mother bear with her cubs. Done. Take two fucking cans of bear mace. Anyway, uh, man, I'm all over the place, huh? My mind can't stay on one thing. It just keeps jumping all over the place. I think I've got a serious problem, everybody. Maybe it's why I'm still a loser in my life and I haven't escalated to, uh, to a very high and respectable position among the community. Anyway, I'm sorry. Zion. So if you like hiking and you like the heat, <laughs> go to Zion. Yeah, so we go there. We went there in September recently, like, like last week. And uh, it's, uh, it's pretty fucking nice, dude. We went on a, on a warm-up hike. I took the family. My wife is not about hikes, but she's getting into it. I'm slowly getting her into it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Uh, and I just, you know what, recently, speaking of that, I just heard her say something that made me so proud. She was talking to someone, a girl that doesn't like hiking or, or sorry, not hiking, camping, who's not really into camping. And she goes, yeah, I wasn't really into it too, but now I love it. I'm like, oh, my God. Breakthrough! I've I've converted her, everybody. I've converted my wife. Now she loves camping. And I think she's slowly getting into hiking because of the experiences we had in Zion. Well, one in particular. But the first one we went on was like a warm-up hike. Uh, it was decent. It was whatever. But taking that hike, you're looking around. Well, for me anyway. You're looking around. You're seeing these beautiful red rocks and uh, these crazy, <clears throat> and it's not just, <clears throat> it's not just rocks. It's like the jaggedy textures and the crazy fucking colorations. And it's just wild looking. 
and you're walking around and I just couldn't help but just picturing Native Americans like walking around. The place just seemed, you know what? And that place, what I don't like about it is you can't go off the trails. Like they don't let you. They want to protect it. Like uh, uh, Yosemite, you can go all over the fucking place. You can just wander around. Same thing Yellowstone. You can just wander all over wherever you want to go. This place is like stay on the trails. Don't go over there. Stay out of the water. It's like that, you know. It's like you're. It's like you're looking at a fucking uh, um, uh, like a museum <laughs> exhibits, but you know the trails are pretty cool. But anyways, you look over in this fucking desert oasis. These lush green plants around this, uh, this beautiful watering hole, whatever you want to call it, and you're you're surrounded by these gorgeous red rocks, and you can just picture Native Americans just like you know bathing in the fucking in that water. You know, going in the fucking river. It's insane, dude. I just kept having like, I kept having visions of the past. And it was, it was both like magnificent and fucking and a little bit haunting and eerie. Like, oh man. And, and also sad because just knowing that that way of life was wiped out by these white devils. <laughs> and uh, you can just feel like the ghost of that Native American presence there. It's fucking wild. It feels like there's just this powerful presence there. I I can't explain it. And I might even sound like a fucking idiot. Like, all right, dude, (laughs) relax. But I'm telling you, man, that's that's how it felt to me. It had this presence about it. But, uh, the real fucking, the real reason you go to Zion, it was, uh, we took that little baby hike for the family just to get kind of into it. And I told my wife, yeah, we're going to the Narrows and you're going to be walking in the water. And she's like, I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound like it's fun. Uh-uh. I'm not doing that. I'm like, yes, you are. This is why we came here. We're going. You know what? Sometimes these women, they really, they really want you to take control and say, you know what? No, you're doing this. You're coming with me. We are going. They kind of like that at times. You know, they might put up a fight. But you just force them, all right? What I'm saying is if a woman says no, just force her into whatever it is that you are trying to do with her. Um, James, is that the advice? Yes, that's the advice I want to give. If, if a woman is saying no to you, you force her into it, okay? <laughs> well, some things. So, yeah, she was against this whole thing, right? We wind up taking, you got to take a, tra- a shuttle up to that fucking uh, the trailhead. There's a mile hike to get to the river, and then you got to walk in the water. And when you first walk in that water, the water is so fucking cold. It's like 50-something degrees, all right? And you're, you're, you're in your ankles in water, and you're walking on rocks and shit. The beginning part's not too bad. There's not too many rocks. But as you're trekking along, the water gets a little deeper. There's more rocks. And it just gets more and more beautiful the farther in you go. It's fucking indescribable. All right? You're walking through the river, and up on the sides of you, the rock goes hundreds of feet up into the air. And you're walking through the little canyon area. It's called the Narrows, because obviously, <laughs> it's narrow. No, it's, it's really sick. I'll post a photo on, on the Instagrams also. The Danger Hour. At The Danger Hour. If you're interested. Well, I mean, you can look it up if you want to, but I'll show you a picture of myself. 
so yeah, like the the water level went up to my knees and to my kids, it went up like past their waist. It's fucking awesome. It's a very unique experience. It's it's something you got to do. But the mistake I made is not getting there earlier. We should have been up there early as fuck and spent the whole day wandering through the narrows because it goes for miles, miles and miles. We only went a couple miles in, which doesn't sound like much, but trekking through water, trying to get a good footing, it takes a while. It takes a lot longer to do that kind of hike than just walking. So, But it's so fucking badass. Another thing like that I won't forget is I got to go back just to, just to go all just to go all fucking day. The thing is though that you're you're going through the narrows there and it, it blocks the sun out, so you start to get a little bit cold. But uh, don't be a pussy. Just keep going. All right. And and you know it sucks. Like the the farther in you get, the more narrow it gets. And I was like, fuck me. We had to turn back because you know safety and all that shit. <laughs> we had the kids. But uh, man, it was a great adventure. If you want a fucking adventure, go to Zion and go on the Narrows hike. Ah! On the way back, or on the way up, or uh, the way into the Narrows, like uh, the midway of where we were going, we saw this dude just kind of like hanging out on the side. It's not always in the water. There's, there's parts where you go all back on land, and then you go back into the water, back on land. This guy was just hanging out. We went as far as we went. We turned back around, came back. He was still there in the same spot. Like, wow, this dude's just like a hippie or something. It looks like he's fucking high. And later, it turns out there was like a group of rangers walking, or, uh, walking to go get him with a fucking run a rescue mission. Because the dude like broke his knee or, so, or uh, his ankle or something. He couldn't walk. And they were walking with like one of those, uh, those cages, like those rescue cages. But they were going to start. They had to carry his ass back, dude. There's like six people. So be careful if you're going to go. Take some fancy walking sticks. <laughs> So after Zion, we spent two days there. The next stop, uh, spot was the Grand Canyon. That was a four and a half hour drive. Uh, I had a, a reservation at a lodge for one night. It was a decent, cool little lodge. It was like a mile from the fucking, uh, from the Grand Canyon. South entrance, or uh, what do they call it? South Rim. Grand Canyon's pretty fucking cool. It was my first time being there. It seems like uh, it just never ends as you're looking at it. Like, Jesus Christ, it's just, it goes on for, you, as far as you can see. It's pretty fucking insane. Of course, I had to go on a hike at this place too, right? Right! My whole thing was, I want to go down to the bottom of the canyon. I want to take a donkey. That would be cool. But uh, it, it turns out it's a lot of money and it takes days. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll just walk down there. So I'm doing the research. The day before I want to go on this hike, because, you know, none of this was really, it was planned like last, literally, literally, very last fucking minute. So I'm doing the research the day before of where, like what hike to take. I was like, ah, that one's pretty good. And it goes uh, eight miles to the, to the floor, the grand the floor of the canyon. I'm like, holy shit. It's a mile down, but an eight mile fucking trail. I was like, oh man. Well, and then it goes, do not, whatever you do, in all bold letters, do not attempt to hike to the bottom and back up in one day. At least two days. I'm like, holy shit. It's that intense, huh? So I'm looking up and it's like, do not go more than three miles down if you're going on a day hike unless you plan on spending the night. I'm like, what the fuck? How hard could it be? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, fine. 
I'll go with the three miles down, three miles up. It's just Skeleton Point. That's a cool name. That'll be our destination. Skeleton Point and back up. So I'm telling the family, like, you know, the wife and the kids, we start fucking late in the day. It's already 11 something. It's fucking hot. But it's not, you know, it's not the mid-summer, so it's not that insanely hot. It's still hot outside. We start the hike going down. It's fucking gorgeous views. You know, you're going down inside the canyon, which is fucking awesome. And you can't help but think, this is going to be pretty hard coming back up. Because <laughs> it's all downhill, you know. And at one point, you had to stop off to the side for these fucking mules to pass you, which was pretty cool. i never seen that before. And my kids are like, you know, these mule wrangler cowboy guys, they're kind of dickheads. My, my daughter goes, it looks like they're going to fall off the side. The guy goes, they're not going to fall. I'm like, geez, dickhead. <laughs> Take it easy. So we're going down. We're not even a mile in yet. And this old man is hiking up. Now, there's not too many kids out here. I only saw like two. And they stopped less than a mile going down because they were concerned about the, ch- <laughs> the safety of their children, right? Not this guy. My kids are experienced hikers. They come with me all the time, right? So I was like, yeah, they can handle it. We're going down and this old man is coming up and he's wearing like a ranger looking outfit and he's got like a volunteer uh, badge on it. And he goes, and he stops us. Hey, all, how you doing there, folks? Uh, it's a nice day out there, huh? Yeah, it's great. Uh, so uh, how far are you planning on going? I'm going to a skeleton point. Uh, I would advise against that. Oh, yeah? Why is that? You see, you got the youngsters here. That's good. That's good. It's nice. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think you should go that far because, uh, well, you see, us adults, we can, we can gauge our, our, our limitations. We know our bodies. We know when we should turn around. But these kids, you know, they, they just keep going. They got high energy all of a sudden until and he smacks a rock. You hit the wall. I was like, all right, I understand. All right. Well, I recommend you don't go uh, any farther than Cedar Point. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, we'll probably just do that then. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's very important. All right. Have a good one. Enjoy your day. He takes off, right? I'm like, fuck that old man. <laughs> what does he know? He's just saying that because he's old. Maybe he gets tired. But look at us. We're young. We're in shape. My kids are experienced. We start walking down. And then uh, Jasmine goes, Daddy, why does he think we're going to run into a rock? I'm like, no, it's, it's just an expression that you're going to run out of energy. You're going to hit the wall. Oh. So we get uh, to Cedar Point, which doesn't sound like it's much, dude, a mile and a half. But, you know, you start to feel it. And this time I have my two liters in my backpack because I learned my lesson. And I brought two extra bottles of water. And so, uh, and then my wife, I also bought another two liter, a little backpack. And um, so we brought another, an extra one with two extra bottles of water. So we were prepared this time. That's what, that's what uh, Yosemite taught me. Now, the Grand Canyon taught me another fucking lesson, which I will get to in a minute. <laughs> so we get to Cedar Point and... My wife's like, I don't want to go anymore. I'm, we have to go back up. It's going to be so hard. I'm like, dude, we're in the Grand fucking Canyon. All right? We're probably not going to come back here. 
Let's let's just go to Skeleton Point and turn around. We've got all day. It's early. We've got nothing else to do. We're here for the whole day. Why not? We've got we can take as much time as we need. We literally have the whole day. We got like seven more fucking hours till it's dark. We can take our sweet time. As many times as you want to stop, we'll stop. We're here to enjoy this beautiful fucking canyon and to just be out here in nature. Right? I know what the guy said. I know it's going to be hard coming up. But once again, we have the... I'm not going. <laughs> no, she did attempt... She, we did start walking. But not even a quarter mile into the, the, the next mile and a half to get the skeleton point. She, she just she said, fuck it, I'm done. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And she quit. I'm just going to wait for you guys. You go ahead. We'll wait. It's okay if you want to keep going. And I'm like, uh, well, and you know what? I don't know if, you've got re- if you guys realize this from the show, but I'm a little bit fucking psycho when it comes to like when I made up my mind about some stuff. My ADD, or not ADD, <laughs> OCD kicks in. And it's like, I already, I already dedicated to do this fucking thing. I'm going to Skeleton Point. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm going. And then Jacob's like, can I come with you? I was like, uh, I don't know, dude. Are you tired at all? No. I don't know if you, yeah, all right, let's go. So we went on our fucking way. An extra three miles. We make it to Skeleton Point, dude. And it was fucking, it was like, Jesus Christ, this is a long way. And uh, it's a pretty cool view from that area. This guy post, uh, took a photo of us that happened to be, there was like hardly anyone out there, but there happened to be a little group of guys. I was like, hey, man, can you take a photo of me and my boy? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Got some pretty fucking amazing photos of me and, and my boy hanging out on the edge, looking over into the fucking canyon. Sick. I got to, you know, that's one you got to fucking print and hang up on your wall because it's, it's pretty fucking epic. So anyway, we start making our way back. And of course, I took a couple stops to make some Batman photos of my little fucking toys. Aww. Oh, you want to see them? Okay. Instagram, at Batagrams. B-A-T-A-G-R-A-M-S. I have these little figures. I take photos when I'm out in these fucking places. It's fun. It makes life a little more exciting. You can judge me if you want. But I'd rather you just go and look at my photos and like them and enjoy them. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, on the way back, once, not even, dude, not even a quarter mile going back up. Because it's all going uphill. There's no way around it. I start to feel very fucking tired and fatigued. I'm like, oh, shit. What did I do? What have I gotten us into? Now, here's what I didn't, here's what I underestimated. And, yeah, I kept thinking about the old man. Like, hey, you shouldn't do it. Don't go down there. What do you know, you old fuck? His heart was in the right place. So what I what what the Grand Canyon taught me is the fucking the climate. And yeah, this might be obvious, but hindsight's twenty twenty, my friends. Now this might be obvious to some of you, but I'm a moron, and things like this don't pop in my head. It's so fucking dry there because you're in the goddamn desert. That that's a huge impact. <laughs> I didn't realize that until walking up. And it's so dry, you get... So if you're, if you're doing any work, you know, like the resistance has increased because you're going up the hill. Now you're getting that much more tired and exhausted and thirsty. And as soon as you drink some water, 
and you take like 30 steps, you're fucking thirsty again. And it, and it really hit me watching movies where you see people roaming through the desert and they're looking like, <gasps> and then they finally get to like a watering, uh, even like they'll just drink like the horse's water because they're so fucking thirsty. You've seen the Westerns. It finally like, oh, I get it now. Now I can relate to these people. And my son, like, he was like, oh, daddy, I'm so tired. I'm like, oh, boy, I fucking, I really fucked this kid over. And I started getting, I started getting really worried about him. Because, I mean, out there, you know, there's no like, all right, I give up. Let's just stop. You're not stopping. You got to walk up to fucking all the way up to the top to be done. No one's going to, no one's going to, unless you call in a chopper, get to the chopper. But, I mean, that's like, you know. Something extreme happens, but I mean, so I'm figuring like, I'm going to have to carry this boy at some point. He's not going to fucking make it. And uh, I'm like, all right, dude, anytime you got to stop, just stop. Okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Anytime you're tired and you want to sit down and take a break, just sit down. I, I don't care. I won't be mad. Okay. Because when we take our hikes around here, I'll try to push them. Nothing crazy, but it's like, daddy, that's. Uh, let's take a rest. Let's take a rest once we get to the top of this hill we're walking up. Right up there, and then we'll stop. Okay. That kind of thing, you know. Just trying to push them a little bit farther. But at this point, I'm like, yeah, no, anytime you want to stop, we'll stop, all right? And there are times where he's like, Daddy, I need to stop now. I'm like, all right. And I'm thinking, thank God, because I'm fucking burned out. <laughs> we stopped a whole lot of times, but I'll tell you what. This little kid, man, he impressed the fuck out of me. I was so proud of him. I mean, he once in a while he said he was tired. He took little breaks, but he never, he never like bitched or moaned. You know, he kept fighting, kept going, and there were people, grown adults, coming down that were exhausted, going like, "Oh my God, he's doing it! Great job, little guy! Wow!" Like they were impressed. And uh, we covered this on Sticks and Stones too. Like I, th- I felt like a fucking bad father. Like, is it considered ch- <laughs> child endangerment that I put that I put him in this situation? <laughs> that I, I put he has no fucking say in the matter I mean yeah he he volunteered to go but he doesn't know what he's getting himself into so I felt like a big fucking asshole like oh my god I potentially killed my kid heat exhaustion but he was good you know he had plenty of, he had plenty of water but uh yeah that was my last my last nature story it's been it's been fucking amazing and uh, I'm sharing this stuff because because it's amazing. I'm not trying to brag. Oh, my God, James. That's all you do. This whole show is just about great you are, James. And everyone's, frankly, a little tired of it, James. Uh, you don't speak for everybody. I speak for most people, James. I'm in touch with society. All right. Okay. I share these stories to inspire all of you. Maybe you can be like me and have wonderful adventures. Oh, my God, James. You see what I'm saying? I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) This is the legend of James, okay? This is the danger lore. You know, when you're older, you can look back and say, I heard it all. I heard all about the legend that is danger. You can have stories for your grandkids about all the stuff I did in my life that you heard about. (laughs) All right, let's... Listen, let's move on from all the happy, fun, cool things. There's been some bad things that have happened to me too lately, everybody. Some things 
that I thought would never happen to me. That's right. Something I never, ever, ever expected would happen to me. That can't happen to me, right? But it did. There was a circumstance recently, over uh, like a month and a half ago. I won't tell you what it was because it doesn't matter. So I had to look over a block wall, okay? Just, it it had to be done. (laughs) And this wall was like fucking, like eight feet tall. And there was a, a block planter wall connected to this that was a lot shorter. So it was probably like around three feet tall. So I stood on top of the planter wall to look over the larger block wall, okay? Does that make sense so far? And as I'm peeking over this block wall, James, were you looking inside someone's yard? Someone that might have been sunbathing, James? No, I wasn't doing anything perverted, I promise. I promise. Or do I? No, so I'm looking over the block wall, and all of a sudden, I feel a fucking intense pain in my right ear. And I went, ah! And then all of a sudden, immediately after that, I hear, I'm like, and then it, of course, I put it together. And like, I'm being attacked. And I lowered my fucking right ear. And I went, ah, like, you know, it was an instinct. Ah, shit. And then I put my head down and I put my hand up. And when I did that, I tilted my head, you know, upward to the left side. And I got fucking stung in my left ear. And I went, ah, and I jumped off the planter wall. And I'm like, like a little bitch. waving my hands around my ears like, ah, ah. And as I did this, I knocked my fucking, I have my sunglasses on. I knocked my sunglasses off my face. And I look up and there's a fucking wasp flying away from me towards, back towards its uh, little nest. And it was directly above where my fucking head was peeking over the block wall. So this thing attacked me. And... I know it was the same one. There was only one wasp flying back. They, I know they sting multiple times. I know a bee stings once and it's fucking dead. But wasp can sting multiple times and not die, unfortunately. So this motherfucker tagged me twice. One in each fucking ear. Which sounds unbelievable, right? <laughs> the intense pain I felt, everybody. It was just like... Throbbing pain between, and so just picture that intense throbbing shooting pain, and it's on each side of your head. Oh fuck! It was it, uh, it was miserable. But to top it off, this motherfucker wasp, besides stinging me twice, one in each ear, and if anyone was watching me, saw me look like a fucking asshole jumping around waving my hands like a sissy. I knocked my glasses off and they fucking, I got some pretty, uh, they're pretty, uh, they're not, I'm not going to say they're new, but they're in really good shape. These Oakleys, right? When I knocked them off my fucking head, they hit a rock and I got a scratch on my goddamn fucking glasses. Insult to injury. Oh my God. And I, and I, I walked away. And I was so fucking angry and I was in shock and I was like in an in intense amount of pain. And uh, I had some cold water with me. I rubbed my fucking ears with the water. I'm like, ah! And then I, I sat inside my vehicle, turned it on, got in the air conditioning. 
And I'm just like, God damn it, I can't believe I got stung. I've never been stung my whole fucking life, and I get stung now, and I go, I got stung twice. I was in pain for like 30 minutes. But you know what? My ears never like, I didn't get huge, swollen. They weren't, they're maybe like a little bit red, but you couldn't even notice it. I was, <laughs> I was afraid that I had some kind of allergy, and my ears were going to get even bigger than they already fucking are. Ah, I told my wife and my kids about it. They're like, oh, and, but she, of course, she starts laughing at me. <laughs> I know it's funny, but at the time I was, I was shocked and appalled, everybody. Oh man. Uh, all right. Well, and another, another bad thing that happened to me for the first time in my life. Okay. Now I never thought this would happen either. And I'm I'm pretty goddamn ashamed. I went to the store. One day. I went to the grocery store, right? I picked up some I picked up some groceries. Do you say groceries or groceries? Groceries or groceries. What do you say? Because you're saying it wrong. You're saying groceries, right? <laughs> Are you one of those people that get I get mad when my dad says a pitcher. It's not a pitcher. All right. It's not someone that throws a baseball. From a mound. It's not something that holds iced tea. It's a picture. Oh my God. That drives my, I don't know what it is about me, but that fucking drives me insane. And my dad always goes, he goes, yeah, I got this picture. I'm like, what do you got? Oh, I forgot who I'm talking to. A picture. You happy now? Don't go bang your head against the wall. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jesus, that was a tangent. I even forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I went to the grocery store. And I picked up some stuff. I picked up a new bottle of vodka. That's been my thing I've been drinking. Because I'm trying to be sort of healthy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've been drinking a lot. But still trying to stay in shape. And uh, so I'll drink vodka with, like, zero-calorie tea. Like, I already covered this. I know it. there's some shit in there that's bad for you. But, you know, if you got to drink... You know, I try to do it the most healthy way. I know I could drink straight up, but I like it to be cold and refreshing. So, yeah, I drink vodka with zero calorie uh, green tea. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it gets the job done. All right. All these exciting times I've been having, but I still got to fucking drown my misery. All right. Don't judge me. Go fuck yourselves. You all got that thing you do to make your life a little better. What I do is take pictures of toys and I drink. It makes me forget that I'm in this fucking twisted society where I got to go work for some asshole for most of my life. All right? Don't judge me. Drown your fear your own way. Anyway, I mean, fear. Wow. Was that uh, some kind of Nietzsche-esque bullshit? How did they, what did they, whatever. Uh, so I go to the grocery store. Look at this. I can't even fucking spit out a goddamn story with my mind going all over the place. I go to the grocery store... Pick up some fucking groceries. Pick up a bottle of fucking booze. And now when I get booze, I buy the 1.75 liter. All right? The handle, if you will. But the one I get doesn't have a handle, literally. So I see the checker guy. We have a little fun, a little friendly exchange. I pay. I'm on my way. I'm driving my truck now. I'm alone. I put the fucking groceries in the back seat. Because I don't got my kids with me. And, uh... I drive back home. It's dark when I get home. 
I grab all the bags of groceries. And as I'm lifting them out, the fucking one of like the bags is caught on the lip of the booze bottle. So when I pull the bags out, I'm planning on, yes, I know, I'm not a manly man. I'm planning on making two trips. <laughs> and so as I lift the bags out of the fucking seat, it's dark, like I said. I didn't see that the bag caught the fucking lip of the, of the rim of the, uh, the top of the bottle. And it pulls the bottle out, and all I hear is, and it's that heartbreaking feeling of, oh, fuck. I put my phone light on, and it's just completely fucking shattered in a million pieces, and the ground is all wet. You know how bad I felt? I have never, ever done this before. Okay, I usually carry those things like an infant with extra care. (laughs) Oh, man. I was heartbroken because my wife and I, oh, that's why I think I got a bag of ice too. So I was going to make it, I was going to go back outside to get the ice and the booze. We're going to have a couple drinks, dude. And so I walk in and I go grab the, like, I got one of those movie theater fucking dustpan and brooms. And I'm like, and I go, you won't believe what I just did. And I told her, she's like, oh, my God. She's like, well, I'm going back to the store. Why? I'm like, I'm going to go buy another fucking bottle. <laughs> I go back. I grab the same bottle. I put it up on the register. And the guy goes, oh, wow. Back already, huh? I go, do you guys have any policies that cover dropping your bottle in your driveway? And he goes, oh. And his fucking jaw dropped open. And I immediately knew he was a drinker. Because he looked like I just told him his mother died. He's like, oh, no. I was like, yep, I know, man. So you bet your goddamn ass, as I was walking out of there, I was gripping that thing extra tight. I was so nervous on the way home. I was, like, traumatized once I got, (laughs) once I pulled in the driveway and walked over the corpse of the first bottle. Well, what I mean is the insides. I I went in and, and I had myself a drink. I wasted like $18, everybody. Oh, my God, James. You're buying Chop Shelf, huh? It's called Svetka. And it's like $16.99 for a 1.75. But it's pretty fucking decent quality. There's also that new Amsterdam. And the bottle looks really nice and elegant. But it kind of doesn't taste that good. The Svetka, it tastes a little better to me. All right. What do you want from me? I'm fucking mixing it anyway. I'm not drinking it straight. So the quality can take a, a couple dips. So go fuck yourselves once again. You see how I, 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 I judge all of you like you're fucking judging me? I'm just assuming most of you guys are because it's, you know, the audience. I know you. <laughs> uh, anything else? Any other bad? Oh, I got some more bad news. Sort of. Depends on how you look at it. Do you guys remember when I was talking about lying to my kids i don't like lying to them like i want to tell them to tell them the truth about no santa claus and all that bullshit there was a, a breakthrough in that that just happened two days ago my uh my daughter goes i'm watching uh it was sunday i was watching the oh oh i was watching the fucking raiders the raiders oh man they looked fucking good Derek carr is looking like a superstar the way he's running around in that field making plays the thing is, I don't get to watch too many Raider games because they're not really on TV. 
So, uh, and I'm a fan, and it sucks because I don't know anything about this goddamn team. And I wear my hat, and I look, I walk around in the stores and stuff, and all the homeboys go, all right, man, Red Nation. That's right, homie. Fuck yeah. It's like, yeah, that's right. And then, they, like, you know, some people will talk to me. Hey, man, what do you think about our game? This, what do you think about our, our team this year? And I have no idea about the team because I can't watch the goddamn games. So I just try to fake it. Yeah, man, we're looking pretty good, huh? We got a shot. Just keep it real vague. <laughs> I feel like a goddamn poser. But it's not my fault. I don't have access. Just buy the NFL package, James. Stop being a tight ass. I don't even have cable. <sighs> Extra expense I don't need. If I spend money on the NFL package, how can I go to other national parks? <laughs> oh, the next one I got planned is uh, Redwood Forest up there uh, past San Francisco. I got to get out there. I think that's next, next on my list of national parks. Anyway, if you cared. Uh, what the hell was I talking about once again? I already forgot. Oh, yeah. So my daughter, I'm watching football. They're hanging out. And she goes, Daddy, um, I know there's no tooth fairy. And I went, oh, shit. This is one of those mute the fucking game and pay attention because this is kind of important. No. So I'm like, oh, yeah? Why do you say that? Because my tooth fell out and I had it under my pillow. And I woke up and I looked under my pillow and the tooth was still there. And then I got out of bed and then uh, I went to go to the bathroom and mommy said, hey, Jasmine, did the tooth fairy come? And I said, no. And she said, did you check? And she's like, you should probably check again. So I went back and I looked and the money was there. I know she put it there. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, so I know she does it. Oh, Yeah. Is that what you think? No, I know. I know I know she is. I know she's doing it. And at that point, I'm like, all right. She's, at this point, I think you just got to own it. All right, the jig is up. The fucking guy behind the curtain has been exposed. It's all over with, right? So I say, yeah, your mommy's a tooth fairy. And then she had no shock look on her face. And uh, she's like, I go, are you going to tell your friends? Tell them what? That your mommy's a tooth fairy. Um, and she looks at me kind of confused and I go, what I mean is your mommy goes to your friend's houses and takes their teeth also. <laughs> she goes, no, they don't. They have their own mommies and daddies for the tooth fairy. I was like, yeah, you're right. So all the time, mommy's been giving me her money. I'm like, yeah, well, I've been the tooth fairy too. Okay. I've given some money too. And my son goes, really daddy, you too? I was like, yeah. And then they're all smiling, but I see her wheels turning, right? And she goes, there's no Santa Claus, is there? And I went in my head, oh, shit, it's happening. I've waited for this day and it's finally happening. I'm so happy. No, but a part of me was a little bit sad. Like, oh, fuck. I guess this is it. And I go, uh, you, do, uh, you don't think so, huh? She goes, no. I bet you guys get the presents. She goes, and then another thing. You guys put cookies out and milk. And mommy loves cookies, so she eats the cookies, doesn't she? <laughs> and I go, that's what you think, huh? And she goes, yeah. Um, well, okay, maybe there is Santa Claus. But mommy's a tooth fairy. But maybe there is Santa Claus. Because, because the elf also, it, the elf comes too every year. So how would that happen if it was no Santa Claus? Why would the elf come? 
And then she's like, unless. I'm like, uh-oh. She's, <laughs> she's stumbling upon everything. She's breaking down all the walls. She's like, unless mommy just hides it the whole year and then takes it out around Christmas time. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. It's all out. In the sh- it's all, all the cards are out on the fucking table. And then she goes, no, there's a real Santa Claus. I'm like, all right. If you, okay. If that's what you say. <laughs> I really can't wait for the time she, she realizes that the way she was born is that I stuck my penis inside a mother's vagina. Oh, it's going to be a mind fuck. Can you imagine that? Thinking about your parents fucking, and that's how you came to be. Think about that right now. Think about your parents right now at their age having sex. Think of, think, just think of how it works out, all right? The schematics of how that would work. Who's going to be on top? Is your mom on top? Nah, your mom's just laying there. She's going to starfish that shit. Your dad's going to go right in. Look at him. Look at him all old and thrusting. Your dad got a belly like mine. See that belly? Going back and forth. Wait, he's almost there. Yep, yep. He's got it. All right. <laughs> oh, now your mom wants it from behind and saying to pull her hair. Oh, man, your mom is dirty. Look at that. Oh, your mom is going. To t- look at that. She wants it bad. Woo. Uh, your dad lost his erection. That poor old bastard. Oh, he's, getting those, he's getting those blue pills out. Looks like four more hours of fun times. <laughs> oh, boy, everybody. All right, let's start closing it out on that mental note. <laughs> this is a segment called I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. Okay, I fancy that is a segment in which I talk about all kinds of good, wonderful things that make me happy. Aww. It's a positive little twist on life, you know? We try to end on a positive note. So here we go. I fancy two things. I fancy, dude, I went to a Dodger game with my cousin Monkey. <gasps> Let me tell you something. He recently had a knee surgery. At this point, he was uh, like uh, seven, eight weeks in. So he was good enough to walk around. <laughs> he had to stay on the couch for like six weeks. Couldn't do shit. So when he's finally able to walk, he's like, let's go to Dodger game. Because he was off work. And uh, I was like, all right, let's do it. And so uh, I drove us. We get there. And he goes, yeah, I, I got pretty good seats. Um, we, we have pretty good parking too. I got a parking pass. And so this motherfucker was able to get the fancy parking spot, all right? I don't know where he got the tickets from, but he got a great deal. And uh, the guy, I think it was a season ticket guy with this insane parking pass included. So we drove, it was like we were royalty the way they let us go ahead of everybody. <laughs> right this way, sir. We drove all the way to the, I literally took like 50 steps. You're at the goddamn entrance to hand, in, hand him your ticket. That's how fucking close we were. So, as you all know, if you're listeners, if you're loyal to the danger cause, you, as you all know, I always take a, uh, a concoction, if you will, to a sporting event like that. I take it, it's a, like a 20-ounce bottle. This time it was green tea. <laughs> and I put three shots of vodka in it. Nothing crazy, just to get you going. And so normally, 
when you're in the fucking ghetto parking, the general pop, <laughs> the cops are out there in droves riding in the little bicycles to check to make sure no one's hanging out in their cars. And if you do, they're going to bust your ass for drinking and, or smoking, whatever people are doing. So what we usually do is we have to you know, drink our drinks on the way, which is usually like a Coke and, and uh, you should take Coke and whiskey. So it looks like, you know, this guy's just drinking a couple of Cokes. Little do they know, they're blessed with booze. Nah, so this time, there's nobody hassling you, man. Nobody, man. There's zero cops riding around this fancy pants parking. So we're drinking in the fucking truck. Then you just get right out. You take your little, a few little steps and you're right there at your goddamn entrance. Ah! It was amazing. And we had seats behind a home plate. We were, so there's like that area right behind, right around the, the infield. We weren't there. We were like 15 rows in the next section, which is still amazing. Probably the best seats I've ever had. It was fantastic. So at one point we go up and get, you know, we had a couple more beers during the whole game. And uh, at one point, like the last few innings, people are leaving, you know, like L.A. fans do. And the, and the whole fucking uh, behind home plate, way down at the, at the front rows, they're all empty for the most part. And uh, we walk, I walk up to the lady, like the security lady that's just standing there. And I go, hey. Do you mind if we just go over there and sit in a couple of seats over there just so the game's over? Granted, there's like two more innings, right? No one's sitting in them. Nobody. And she gives me this look and goes, um, those are $500 seats. <laughs> oh, my God. The pretentiousness was dripping off of her fucking ugly goddamn face. And I went, so you're saying no? <laughs> And she's like, yeah, you're not allowed to go down there. And I go, I'll tell you what, I'm going to sit right here then. And I sat like in the front row <clears throat> of the section I was already sitting in. And she just like shook her head and was smiling. So I moved down like fucking, uh, uh, what, 10 rows or whatever it was. But just like God, you know, I don't want to make this into a negative thing, but that cunt. She didn't have to say it like that. She could have just said like, oh, yeah, sorry, we're not allowed to. But uh, those are $500 seats. Oh, man. Anyway, let's not take away from the positive vibes here, everybody. I fancy going to a Dodger game with my monkey, <gasps> having amazing parking and amazing seats. So once the game was over, we were... Uh, we tried to get down to get on the field to watch the fireworks that got going, but too many assholes cut in line, like a lot of assholes, and we, we weren't able to. So we watched the fancy little fireworks show they put on, which is pretty good. We were out of that part. I'm not kidding you, okay? I'm not exaggerating. I was in my truck. We were on the freeway within five fucking minutes. Never has happened in the history of my Dodger going experiences. That whole thing, man. I fancy that. I also fancy. Nowadays, it seems like life is hectic. Are you bombarded with activities and chores you got to do? You know, if you're like me, you got a full-time job and a family, you've got plenty of shit that has to be done. 
All right. It's not good enough that you have to go out and go to work, but you come home and there's shit that has to be done around the house. There's errands to run, blah, 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 right? There's podcasts to do. So it just seems like uh, life can be pretty overwhelming at times. But my wife was going to go to the store. She told me like, oh yeah, uh, just to let you know, after work, I'm going to go to uh, the store to pick up some clothes or whatever the fuck it was. I was like, all right. I was like, hey, if you don't mind while you're out, this is before the camping trip because I wanted a, a hoodie because I'm, I don't know if it's how cold it's going to be in the fucking desert, right? And I don't have a good, I don't have a good hoodie. You know, I needed a brand new one so it could be better. <laughs> so I told her, I asked her, hey, while you're out, would you mind looking for a black hoodie in that really good material? The kind of material that doesn't fade. You know the material? Okay, I'll look for one. And so uh, I'll start. Yeah. So she goes to work, gets out and comes home before I even get home from work. So once I get home, I'm like, hey, did you wind up finding a hoodie? And she did. And it winds up being the perfect goddamn hoodie that I had in my head. Like what I imagined it would be is what she found. Now, let me tell you guys something. I don't know if this is just overreacting or whatever it might be but just the simple fact that it saved me from doing an extra thing like you went out and you accomplished this for me oh i was so goddamn grateful to her and i was like thank you so much and she was like man what is like like it's not that big of a deal i'm like no but you you don't understand i've already got a long list of shit to do especially because we're going on this trip and and uh uh, you know, I'm responsible for getting all this stuff going on. And I might be a freak where I like to get, I like, I, I want to make sure it's done the right way. So I put it all on myself because I've been let down by other people that I've assigned tasks to on previous manifest and they just shit the bed. So I always feel like I've got to do it or it's not going to get done right. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Control freak, right? Um, I'd like you to be in control, James. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Now, so just the fact that she did it and it was out of my hair because I can just picture it. Go to the store. Ah, uh, fuck. They don't have what I'm looking for here. Now I got to go to another stupid store. Oh, uh, they don't have it either. Now I got to go somewhere else. And it just becomes a big, a big mess. So the fact that she got it and it was perfect. I was like, oh, a weight was lifted. And so there's nothing more, nothing better to fancy than having a huge inconvenience taken away from you. So the Dodger game with amazing parking, amazing seats, no cops hassling me on the freeway within five minutes and your wife getting you that perfect hoodie. I fancy that. Right, I might have lied about ending on a positive note because, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right, it's time for the legendary fuck you moment. In here, we go. Fuck you! Oh yeah! All right, the fuck you moment is like the fancy. I fancy that, but it's the opposite. Oh. 
It's uh, another opportunity for me to get angry, jump up on my soapbox, yell, bitch, scream, complain, whine, and, uh, and all that stuff. So here is what I am upset about. <laughs> A couple things. For one, fuck you to grown men that say, I know, right? Ah! Do you know what I want to do to you when I hear that? There's a guy I work with. I, I said something to him the other day. I know, right? And I, I, I li literally pictured... I pictured grabbing his face, putting my, my thumbs into his mouth, and then, and then gripping the inside of, his, of his, uh, his cheeks, and then digging my other fingers to right behind his jaw, and, and just fucking squeezing his face... So that his lip starts to rip down the center, you know, and, and just pulling his face apart. And then as it starts tearing up his, his, uh, his, his beard, his mustache and getting to his nose, then uh, I would just keep pulling until the nose was, it was exposed. And then I would, I would push him over and piss into his nose. And then once the piss was dripping out, I would, I would kick with my heel, the, his nose to, so it would cave in and create like a, like, a, like a bowl, like a bowl, like an indentation, so that my piss can just kind of pool in there. All right? That's what I picture when people like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. A grown man. A, gr a, a, gr a grown man. Boy, that was descriptive, huh? And uh, so fuck you to all you grown men that say that. Say what, James? I know, right? Oh, my God. Here's the other fuck you. <laughs> the Olympics were on. Yeah, I know. This, it's been a while. The Olympics were on. Uh, fuck you to the Olympics because you know what? There were not any hot chicks on any of the games that I was watching. Now, I didn't watch too many of the Olympics. My wife is the one that watched them. And so sometimes, you know, gentlemen, what your wife watches, you have to watch. So, uh, you know, there were a few instances when I actually just hung out and watched. You know, they're sort of entertaining at times. I'd rather not watch them. But at times, it's entertaining. But I noticed, wow, there is not a single hot chick in this thing. Give me a reason to watch this. All right. Oh my God, James, you sound so shallow right now. Yeah, well, give me some eye candy. All the chicks in the Olympics were fucking gross. Gross. The one that was somewhat decent, and even she was blah, was that gymnast chick. Not the little short, weird looking black one with the bugged out eyeballs, the other one. The normal looking one. <laughs> I know how this sounds. But hey, I'm entitled to my own opinion. This is the fuck you moment. The, uh, the absurd title of the segment should be enough to warrant my actions. Fuck you to the Olympics. We're not having any hot chicks in them. They should go out there and like, you know, you got to have some, some, some ratings, right? If you got super hot chicks... You're going to have more ratings there, Olympics. <laughs> so once again, 
fuck you to the Olympics for not having hot chicks for me to look at. And, uh, <laughs> and also, fuck you to grown men that say, I know, right? Fuck you! Fuck you! All right! All right, hopefully this show was somewhat entertaining. Sometimes I feel when I talk about my travels that it's sort of like that person that shows you all the photos of their vacation and you're like, all right, like a couple, a couple of these photos were cool, but uh, I don't want to learn about your fuck. Or, you know, like let's watch home videos of my vacation. Don't you want to see that? Remember back, remember back in the day when there was videotapes from your fucking camcorder? You ever have family that did that? That only happened to me a couple times, but it's like, oh my God, I don't want to see this shit. Oh yeah, look, this is when we did this. This is where we, look at that thing. <laughs> that was so cool. Is that how it feels listening to my bullshit about my travels and my activities? <laughs> oh well, you're the dummy for listening. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, uh, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. Listen to Sticks and Stones podcast. We have a new segment called Ass and Titties. I think it's going to be sweeping the nation. It's actually called Sticks and Stones Trivia Time. S's and T's, ass and titties. Ah, uh, that's what it's called. Um. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, that's the end of this one. Episode 195 is in the bag. Aw, almost at 200. How exciting, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I know this one went kind of long, but I'm going to play you a song anyway. All right? But wait, there's more. My wife and I are going to see this dude this Friday at the Wiltern in Los Angeles, California. Uh, she loves this guy, and she always insists that we go see him every time he's in L.A. Uh, he's an Irishman. He's uh, from an Irish band called The Frames. His name is Glenn Hansard, and he's the real deal. All right, singer, songwriter, a folk musician. Yeah, a lot of acoustic and singing. He screams his emotions out. God damn Oh, this guy is the real deal. Like I said, he's a ginger. He's got that going for him. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was in, he's in the frames. Uh, right now, I think he's doing solo stuff. I haven't heard his newer stuff too much. But he even was in that movie called Once. They won the Academy Award for the best song. You might think the song's gay, but it's from the movie, and it's so romantic. You guys might like it. Let uh, Watch it with a chick, and you'll totally get lucky. I guarantee you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the girl from that movie, they wind up actually forming a real band after that and going on tour. We saw them a couple of times, and they were pretty damn good. She was a Czech woman, play, plays piano and sings. And, uh, and then guess what happens? And then they break up because they were together in a real relationship. And once they broke up, the fucking band breaks up. So that's a lesson to learn. Don't ever date someone in your band because it's not going to end well for nobody. All right? Okay, so here is Glenn Hansard with Lowly Deserter. As always, stay dangerous, my friends. And take it away, Glenn! Sing it. 